promulgated by governments you see there's something wrong something's wrong their job is not to change your behaviour at all never was but they've trained us for the last 50 years as they encroach little by little into the affairs of every individual that that is part of their job and we accept it again through gradualism repetition and of course the media is there to help get these ideas into your head as we go along and now all these little services they started up like health services police services and that was a service too are now authorities over the public and they're involved in your life little you, little me and I want to know all about you and guide you through the system as you get older back with more after these messages is cutting through the matrix today I was thinking about what's coming down and what's coming down to do with demonstrations mass demonstrations is exactly what the government's been talking about because we always do what they expect us to do at the right time as well and we know that the big meeting for the G20 is coming up April the 2nd I think in, in London, England and the mass demonstrations are going to be out in force and I was thinking about it because there are so many different categories of demonstrators each with their own little idea of what they want but they don't go far enough really because they're looking at a system a system which they don't realize I think most of them has never been there for them it really truly has never been there for them there never was a democracy in especially Europe if there was it was very very short lived and for an awful long time now governments have played a game with the public the governments are appointed by the royalty everyone who works for government right down to the, the policeman swears an oath of allegiance to and this is across the whole British Commonwealth they swear an allegiance to the Queen not to the country and when you go into the different articles that are published for the governments to follow for even from Her Majesty's printing office and so on it says just that, Her Majesty's printing office it's astonishing how we can call ourselves or anyone call ourselves a democracy unless it truly does mean in their terms remember that you have the choice of voting that's it just they place in front of you the puppets and you pick the one that is least of a threat that's how they're pushed to you at voting time so uh, what's coming up is mass demonstrations now they've talked about riots as well I've no doubt we'll get them uh, because there will be lots of provocateurs who are specially trained to go in amongst the crowds and start the riots going remember they published it themselves from their, their own think tanks that work for the military 30 years or so of uh, escalating riots starting about now so they're on target with everything you, all you have to do is stop stop and say wait a minute now we've got 
a financial crisis that supposedly came out the blue supposedly and it's supposedly the result of the deregulation of the monetary system in other words there was no holds barred to them government wasn't watching supposedly and they went to town in the big gambling casino called the stock market and they dressed up dud stocks made them all fancy and pretty and then kept reselling them to schmucks basically and put the prices way out of sight then they collapsed it on cue now remember too the elite have always hated utterly despised although they've used them well enough what they call the middle classes and it was the middle classes that got schmucked in to the big casino of the stock market and they've been pretty well wiped out across a good part of the planet we haven't seen the end of it by the way this is just the start of it because every country and again remember how fast governments really work if you've ever seen generally bills that get drafted it takes some years to do it on, on any particular item or topic years to prepare and they go back for, for discussion and alteration and amendments and all the rest of it many 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 times over those years and then they go forward have you seen how many omnibus gigantic bills have been rushed through in no time at all it tells you all these bills were prepared long before the crash it was the same with 9-11 every country signed basically the same anti-terrorism bill going on the same agenda at the same time across the world that took incredible cooperation it took incredible liaison with bureaucracies over many years to set that up prior to the event and getting back to the point I was making many factions will be demonstrating from now on basically it's going to become frequent for many different causes some are legitimate the only ones who really know what they're doing are the professional NGOs that are financed by the foundations like the Greenies and so on the rest of them want a sort of vague return to something they never had in, in its democracy because we've never had it across Europe there's never really been a democracy you've had the pirates at the top and the banking system with them often intermarried it doesn't make any difference who they marry as long as they're very successful and have proven their worth to get in amongst the pirates and then they have the front groups which are the politicians elected politicians remember what Carol Quigley said he said it doesn't matter which party you vote for because the ones at the top are always ours and he was talking on behalf as the historian of the Council and Foreign Relations and the CFR isn't confined to the US and Canada it's across the whole of Europe and the world it's like two or three different names actually for the same outfit and their job is to go in and pretend and promise always promise to make things better after all we are little children we've had what, 50 60 years of being treated like children and many of us have come to expect to be treated like children we look for a daddy a big daddy like a Santa Claus who'll come along and and kiss the cut on your knee the scrape on your knee all better and he'll help us along a great altruistic person but we want a human one a human God that walks about and waves and so on 
That's what we're after. He's going to be very rich and successful, otherwise we won't listen to him. That's the other part of humanity, because they worship mammon, you see. Look at the cult of celebrities in Hollywood. And now they're using the same tactics as they give you politicians, like Mr. Mr. Obie. It's astonishing, as I say, how it works. And it will take the public, most of the public, a while before they catch on to it. They're always way behind everyone else. They're always way behind the thinkers and those who watch and investigate. Therefore, bankers have always, the establishment really, have, has always appointed those who we will elect for our whole lives, in fact. And before we were born, it was the same way. Carol Quigley said they'd already been doing this parallel government idea for 50 years or more, and he published that book in the 1960s. So there's nothing new. Margaret Thatcher talked about the parallel government and was so proud that she belonged to it. They're not responsible to the public, that's what she said. Therefore, they can get things done very quickly. You couple that with a club of Rome that said in their own book, The, the Next Global Revolution, and they said in it uh, that democracy was too cumbersome. Too many competing factions looking for power. Therefore, they had to find a, a different way. Collectivism was the one that they, they thought was better. Collectivism. What do you need in collectivism? What do you truly need? In collectivism, you've got to have youth parties. Think of the Soviet system. Think of all socialist systems. Mussolini. They call it fascist as well. It's the same thing, you see. Because the, the money boys are in bed with government to keep it working, work going steadily without any labor problems, etc. So socialism, fascism, is all the same, communism. And we know now, of course, and many of us knew before, the wall went down in Berlin, uh, that the big bankers, it was well documented by different authors, the big bankers financed the Soviet system. They financed the revolutions for the Soviet system and they kept it going. We fed, Canada fed them, and so did the U.S. fed the Soviet system for its entire existence. Every year the contracts went to the Canadian government that dealt with the grain exports, and Canada and the U.S. used to put in bids and compete with each other, even spied on each other to get these massive contracts. That was in the newspapers at the time when they were bugging each other, the conversations. Lucrative so here's the Soviet Union could even feed themselves, but what could they do? Well, they could do whatever they wanted inside a closed border. Experimentation and social engineering. Because the idea of socialism was based on eugenics. Man is an animal, there's different kinds of animals, there's evolution, there's, there's superior types of humanity, inferior types of humanity, and some of the countries went in as far as to euthanize the sick infirm and what they call those with hereditary diseases what we're seeing today we have Mr. Porritt from Britain who will surely be lord once he inherits a title from his dad and his great dad and granddad and so on he was he's in charge of the optimum population trust again a private foundation based organization lots of loot of course which is pushing eugenics and depopulation openly in the papers, the newspapers. I read one article yesterday, and Mr. Porritt there, this little picnic-shaped fella, who looks rather odd himself due to his superior breeding. It was also the advisor, the private green advisor for a long time to Prince Charles, and others of his ilk. Getting back to what I said too earlier on, remember, 
that in the UK especially you have a strange system where you have a, a supposed democracy under a monarchy and everyone swears allegiance to the monarchy how can it be a democracy and politicians who serve them very very well and bamboozle and fleece the public on behalf of those at the top often get knighted by royalty that's their reward and along with that gets a lot of uh, an open doors open doors come your way or you don't have to go and find them they'll come to you lots of little paybacks in many different ways so you need a youth army and we see that passed in the US the Senate has passed the bill in no time at all it flew through probably no one read it and I'll go over that when I come back from these messages through the matrix talking about what you need to bring in totalitarianism for those who still don't quite get it and believe you me there's not enough people out there really really do get the big picture of what's coming down some of the elderly people who've been through world wars and have seen it all happen before are frantic because they do realize what's happening it's in literally in the air it's in the air we're watching the moves of totalitarianism by governments as they threaten the people and that's what's about you threaten the people first you see it's like the bully uh, at school and there's a wall behind you and he's coming towards you and you keep backing towards the wall and he stops two inches from your nose and says what's your problem I haven't hit you yet well that's what you're seeing with governments it's almost like they're pooping and they haven't rubbed their face in it yet but you know what's coming they made it very, very evident. You do need to get children in and teach them the ideology, the new ideology. Remember when ideology is taught, it will take up to 50, 60 years to bring up a new generation that are observed completely with a new system before it's eradicated could understand that it works very well the scientific indoctrination is perfect I've got books on World War two where the big boys around FDR had already planned how long they would occupy Germany what kind of system they'd be uh, they would teach in the school system what kind of topics etc what would be completely forbidden and the idea was to bring up a new generation of children into adulthood that would have no memory of World War II or what it was really about or what Nazism was about or what even Nazism's complaints and reasons given at the time were all about that's what's going to take if, when this gets started on the American people it truly is goodbye America it truly, truly is they don't know it yet and the way it's presented to the public and truly again the public are like children today themselves they are like children they can't tell fact from fiction they watch so much sports soap operas dramas etc mixed with the propaganda even though the dramas and, and so on are all propaganda they can't tell what's real they can't do critical thinking it's been done for them by the media 
That's exactly what Brzezinski predicted would happen in his book Between Two Ages. The New York Times did an article March 24, 2009, today. And it says here, it's under politics and government, National Service Corps bill clears Senate hurdle. Remember, Corps is a military term. I keep reminding folk that the words are very important, like Kate Phillips. And it's written like a rah-rah article, like happy, happy. Let's wave the flags. Following overwhelming House passage last week, the Senate tonight voted 74 to 14. They probably had a big meeting to say, we, we can't be unanimous on this, it'll look kind of suspicious. We better pick a few t- that goes against it. That's literally how it's done, you see. 74 to 14 on a procedural move that essentially guarantees a major expansion of a National Service Corps. And then there's a Masonic word, the cornerstone of volunteerism that dates back to the year, so tie it tied in with President Kennedy, to the year of President Kennedy. It's akin to a call to arms. It's akin. Now, look at the word akin. To a call to arms, it says here. This is a press release, obviously, by the, the guys at the top. By President Obama, a call to arms, eh, for the youth who has hearkened back to those early days to demand giving back by those who voted for him. Oh, the schmucks, eh? Oh. Uh, imagine going into voluntary servitude. Voluntary servitude. In a country that fought to get started, to stand on its own two feet and throw off servitude. That's quite staggering, isn't it? But given time and incremental you can do anything with the public, as they well know at the top. It says, in fact, Senator Edward M. Kennedy, the Seacraft from Massachusetts, whose battle with brain cancer has oft kept him absent from the Senate these days. He was absent a long time before that, too. His face was rather red at times. Appeared on the floor to welcome all round as he cast his approving vote as co-sponsor. Co-sponsor, This is from President Kennedy's days to the creation of AmeriCorps by then-President Bill Clinton, the notion of, see how it's incremental, step by step, president after president, until they get what they want. The notion of public service. Now, remember what I said the CFR says we want to bring in a world, a world where your function in life will be to serve the world state. Since tonight's votes, propelled by President Obama's urging of an expansion, would mean a growth in such work from 75,000 community service jobs to 250,000. According to the Congressional Budget Office, the cost of the Senate bill at least would be an outlay for the fiscal year 2010 of $418 million to about $5.7 billion from 2010 through 2014. In other words, it's going to massively expand. Isn't it amazing again, isn't it? We, We can have a financial collapse. People are going destitute all over the place. But this has got a priority, and there's no problem at all with the funding, eh? Isn't that astonishing? See, we're just too simple to understand these things. That's what it is. And have no problem, as I say, we're losing your jobs and all the rest of it, and hammering home the green agenda to tax the hell out of you even more. It's all planned, folks. Wake up. We're heading to hell in a handbasket very quickly. Back with more after the following break. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. 
Jesus cutting through the matrix reading the glorification of the passing of this new voluntary mandatory service core bill in the Senate the done deal as we all know and of course most folk don't ask well, why is it a done deal why is it after all this money this money is paid for by the taxpayer that's already got to bail out the banks maybe three or four times until you're in so much debt they'll tell you at the end of it we can't get out of it we need a new system that's what it's all about and most folk haven't a clue this was planned long ago you're living through a script that's all step by step order out of chaos you see you get the threats of, of dirty bombs, uh, diseases, the avian flu, all these things hitting you, terrorism everywhere, yada yada, uh, financial collapse, all happening at the same time. What's the chances of that? What's the chances of those things happening all at the same time? And out of every one of these catastrophes, supposedly, or possible catastrophes, they're saying this will help bring on world government and the new system that we've been dreaming about for years. This is what you hear from the CFR and all these big players. But the general public have already led along thinking, oh, it's just a crisis one after another. Uh, all accidents. And they're doing their best to, to bandage them up as fast as they can. That's what they're taught to think. And the whole world has gone along the same road at the same time. What's the odds of that happening? What's the odds of it? And what do they want at the top? Remember, if you read the books written around World War II and just right after World War II, when they really thought the public were ready, they were so war-weary, they thought they were ready to, to accept world government and loss of national sovereignty and personal freedom. Lots of books were published by big politicians in the U.S. and Britain and elsewhere. And they talked about what they were setting up, a world court where they could deport anybody, just grab you to one country, shove you in another, and try you wherever. International court. They wanted the IMF to become, an, uh, to be the, the big banker for the planet, the overseer, really, of all econo economy in every country. That was his true role, and it's being brought up to it now gradually. The World Bank was to be just that, the central bank of the planet. And the World Bank would consist of the same dozen or so families that already own the central banks of all the countries of the world. Only this way they'd now own, they'd own a world government. Not just the countries, the politicians, your own country. They'd own the government of the planet to make things so much easier for them to loot you over and over. That's what it's all about. You see, they want a tidy world with obedient people who do what they're told. At the moment, they're using the Orwellian boot in the face, stamping in the boot, the boot stamping your face forever. That's what they're using now with all the black clad stuff and the terrifying you know, the stuff with machine guns pointed at you, etc. But eventually, in this hundred years war, a century of change, they hope to eliminate a good part of us, and they're saying it openly in the newspapers now. And what did the public do? Nothing. Nothing. They sit and watch the dramas on TV like The Border. All fiction. The programs them even more to obey. It's astonishing. And the young, of course, will do what they 
they want to do they want to protest they still aren't wise enough to know they're being used most of them most of them don't even know what kind of system they'd bring in even if they could produce a new one they don't know they looked to the past look in France what's happened in France with all the demonstrations there were more red flags waving than anything else harking back to Marxism because there's a young generation who don't know what life under Marxism or communism was like they want riots and you can actually see the chess game and, and the, the maneuvering of the chess pieces as they line it all up to get the riots going there was 50 mayors went to Obama asking for military help in their areas because of corruption from the top to bottom in the local governments and their police services is complete total corruption and those areas too were some of the highest welfare areas and I've told you before they will always use the most disenfranchised people to bring in the new system because no one cares about disenfranchised it's traditional they brought in the fingerprinting first with welfare recipients because the general public doesn't care about welfare recipients they're stigmatized then it starts to creep up right through society because we get familiar with the idea what they're doing to them what's the problem with doing it with the next bunch so simple isn't it so so simple meanwhile we can't go to the bathroom without authorities knowing what we're up to and it's not enough they tell us they want more there's never ever been such a bully right in your face as you have today never ever in the history of the planet has such a bully existed and it's trained an internal army of thugs who are looking forward to the clashes as they'll call it hate to tell you the truth that's what it is it's like creating an army an army any weapon in fact is going to be used that's the history of mankind you don't create an, an internal army without using it for its purpose it's not there as a safety precaution it's there to be used this is from the BBC 23rd of March 2009 here's the farce of it I love how they give up these propaganda pieces called to scrap illegal databases a quarter of all government databases are illegal what, they, what makes it illegal since they've done whatever they wanted to without going through any legal channels in the past and should be scrapped or redesigned according to a report a report you see the Joseph Rountree Reform Trust says storing information leads to vulnerable people no kidding such as young black men single parents and children being victimized now this ties in it, you see whatever article you read in any country you have an article just the same in every other country at the same time because the French Prime Minister has gone against the Napoleonic Code over in France there where you cannot take lists of people who are, for, who are from ethnic backgrounds so what he's done in France is to say well we need a list you see to protect these people because they're so discriminated against that's how he's getting round it under disguise here's the UK the Joseph Rowntree Reform Trust says storing information leads to vulnerable people such as young black men, single parents and children being victimized you see the tie-in how they're all doing the same thing at the same time 
because they, they really care. They, they really care about young black men, single parents, and children. They, they really, really do care about them being victimized. It's the same article only in Britain of the one in France. But when you scroll down this article, what's interesting here is it says here the government, the British government spends 16 billion pounds in double that for dollars 16 billion pounds a year on databases and plans to spend a further 105 billion pounds on projects over five years but does not know the precise number of the thousands of systems it operates the trust claims incredible and we're all going down the tubes financially supposedly but they want more databases and there's no problem obviously getting the money because I've never ever seen them backtrack on anything that they plan it says in the wake of numerous data law scandals the, the cross party trust which campaigns for civil liberties and social justice examines 46 public sector systems it said 11 were almost certainly illegal under human rights or data protection laws what human rights? don't we get it? We're living in a system where they can shove you away under the terrorism laws on suspicion for your whole life without trial, for God's sake. What human rights or data protection laws? They can arrest you under suspicion of maybe, possibly, by chance, could be, iffy, creating a crime in the future. How about that one? And they talk about, we have human rights. Where? Where? That's the system we're living in today. We're in big, big trouble, and people think they can protest this. And unfortunately, I wish they could. And I wish they could, by protest, bring in their own system for the first time in history. And it would be the first time for Britain. And those countries over in Europe. I like to see that happening, creating their own future, and not the pre-planned one with the diminished population. We're almost at the stage now where we can't reproduce our own, we're so sterile. We've been purposely made sterile by bio-warfare techniques done in secrecy because war was declared on the public an awful long time ago. They published their international meetings about it and what they'd like to do they just didn't tell you they'd started it and have actually been doing it. Now, we've got Z from New York on the phones, and we'll try him now. Are you there, Z? Hello, Z. Are you there? No. Nope. Uh, is Eric from Philadelphia there? Is anybody there? <laughs> no. No one's, no one's coming through. Hello, can you hear me now? Yes, who's that? Derek from Philadelphia. Okay, okay, Derek, go ahead. Alan, okay, wow. Today is a terrible day, Alan. Yes. So today, or actually it was yesterday, but mm -hmm. today, even the news, the National Service Court bill passed in the Senate. That means officially now in the United States, everyone from 18 to 25 is going to serve in some sort of corpse. That's right. Well, actually, they'll start serving in cores and come back as corpses. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Clever, clever. Yeah, it's no mistake um, that they actually have the same, almost the same spelling. Yeah, yeah well, you no know, coincidence, as you know, and you've said in many of your talks about the entire language is really yeah. a Masonic scheme. That's right. But yeah, it, it's really, to me personally, it feels like this black cloud, and, you know, it's always been over me about the draft and, and the, any type of yes. like, communism. Yes, and now too, you're going to have your personality profile, they'll scan you and question you to make sure that you have all the right think and not wrong think, and then they'll start downloading you with their ideology, and you're going to be, have to be an awfully good actor to fool them, you know. Yeah. Well, the black cloud, it started raining today, yeah. it really, uh, the dark energy you feel reading this still, or at least for me, for yes. a level. I, I can understand that. I mean, it's a, a horrific thing to happen, and you had no say in the matter at all. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just wish more people would be angry, but, you know, just today, I was walking outside again, looking up at the spring. Yeah. Uh, looking up, I was going to a friend's home, and I was looking up almost the entire time, and literally a single person didn't even look up. Yeah. And I'm... I'm not a scary-looking person or anything, you know. Yeah. I don't look like like that or anything, but people are just so. I, I think they'd rather just know what their hair looks like, you know, rather than. You're, you're absolutely right. Uh, they, there's some things happen to them because because the, as an animal, any wild animal. Uh, will look at its environment. Any, I've got a fox that goes around my house, and if a tree comes down in the wind, he's going to stand back and study it from all angles before he passes it. Because anything in his environment could threaten him if it changes. And something's happened to the public that they don't even notice what's happening right above their heads, and it's, it's so obvious. But also, the public have no memory, you know, of how skies used to be. Well, exactly. I don't even know what the skies used to be, Alan. I'm only 20 years old, you know? Yeah. Um, it, I don't even know, honestly, my whole life. I've always remembered, even though being little, mm -hmm. the skies were always like this with, with the, the, just the haze. It, 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 you know, the yes. trail turned into like a haze with ripples in it. You can see the ripples. What are those ripples called from, you know? Yeah, and why does it last all darn day? Yeah. And I, yesterday it was so bad here, I could taste some, the metallic particles in my mouth when I was outside. I, I could actually well, taste it, yeah. There, mm -hmm. you know, it makes you hypothesize about what it could be about, what it actually is. But, yeah. I mean, obviously, as you said, I'm sure you obviously suspect that it's the dumb, the, uh, dumb up down. Mm -hmm. That that's part of it. There's no doubt too. It's helping uh, bring down the immune systems in people as well. I just noticed that 40 odd percent, 45 percent uh, increase over the last couple of years in eczema. We have almost an 80 percent increase in asthma. Uh, all of these bronchial problems. Uh, uh, this is these are side effects of the spray, but they're also manipulating weather. But they can also, when the metallic uh, particles are, are put into the air, they can use the harp ELF waves, and also literally it's in the it's in the warfare treaty of the United Nations for weather warfare. They can send a secondary signal uh, across uh, a sky that's filled with metallic particles and go an incredible distance, and they can put a secondary signal which will affect the moods. Uh, of the public, they can make you either apathetic, happy, excited, or terribly sad and depressed. It's the easiest thing to do. Yeah. 
Well, if you look at Katrina, that's that's another obvious. Yep. They, they blew up an entire city of people. Yes. Anyone with with, with eyes and ears mm-hmm. are still functioning in their brain. That's right. That that was, mm-hmm. was clearly they killed and almost incredible. Yes. It was, and then the aftermath was, was photograph after photograph and, and shots of them going over the place in helicopters, and no one from outside was allowed to go and help those people. They made sure we got the point that that the FEMA was completely in charge, and uh, they, they actually said that you could even go and help your friend if they were drowning. Well, I mean, they, they tell us that we have cloud seeding, they tell us we have weather manipulation outright, you know, they don't tell us they're using it every day. So yes. Have it, but why couldn't they stop if this massive hurricane that's coming to potentially kill thousands? Yes. And, and I know for a fact, because I talked to many people uh, in the area at the time, and they were complaining about the massive spraying they were having uh, for seven to ten days leading up to the hurricane and, and the spraying offshore as well. So they were definitely using it and guiding it in, yeah. Oh, I mean, they told me the Olympics, they can, they can give us a clear day every day. Yes, I know. <laughs> thousands of people. Well, that's what I mean. Do, do you realize, too, the size of the Air Force is doing this across the world that was set up probably a long time ago, financed, etc.? And it's not a peep about this. And we hope to get democracy. We'll be back with more after this break. Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt. We're cutting through the matrix and... I was talking to Derek there, who's been ensnared, a young fellow who's been ensnared with this new mandatory volunteerism, of what, or a Orwellian doublespeak, isn't it? And of course he had no choice whatsoever. He wasn't even given the choice of, of this or even voting for it. It was just done upon him. And when you get that happening, you're in big trouble. And we truly are in incredible trouble. But, uh, I have no faith in the general public. It's always individuals amongst the public that make changes in history. But the general public really uh, will go along with the beast, basically, that which is most powerful. Is, is Z there on the lines? Is Z still there? Hello? Yes. Hey, yes. Oh, man, there you are. How are you? Not so bad. You have to be pretty quick, though. It's almost the end uh, of the... Sorry. Well, listen, I had a, I had to agree with the guy, uh, Derek, I guess. Yes. Uh, Chemtrail today, all over the place, X's in the sky and uh, checkerboards and nobody looking up. I look like a crazy guy. Uh, where are you? Where, where are you right now? I'm in the upstate New York. New York, yeah. Mm. It's, it's insane. I mean, they just cover it up and then you got this crazy haze all over the place. Yes. Uh, I wanted to ask you a quick, uh, I was listening to your Waiting on the Miracle, or For the Miracle. Yeah. That's amazing stuff. I hope that's, you know, uh, selling and stuff, but it's really good and people should buy it because it's interesting uh, what you had to say way back in the day, you know? Yes. Uh, I keep forgetting to plug myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Part two, or disc two, uh, part five. Mm-hmm. Actually, Jackie recorded yours and her conversation, sort of private conversation. Oh, yeah. It was very interesting where you ended up talking about how everything is a front. Yeah. And I think people need to hear that. Mm-hmm. So, um, are you, are you, uh, can you, can you expand on that? I know that's kind of off topic, but can you just tell people how you know, even Plato said, even Plato was a front? Oh, oh yeah, even Plato was, absolutely, he was a front. I mean, he 
he studied uh, under Socrates and um, so did Aristotle and uh, they did the dialectic between them one went one way went one went the other and Plato skipped uh, town basically when uh, Socrates and his pals were being arrested because he was implicated in the revolution and it really, Socrates really was convicted of trying to get the youth to have a revolution and bring in a new system once again where the intelligentsia, the scientific that you might see of their day uh, would have the right to rule over the general public in an ordered society exactly like what's happening today and, and Plato himself was a front man um, a, a, a mouthpiece you might say for, for obviously very even wiser men above himself uh, not only that these characters wrote so much you couldn't do it all by yourself they wrote screeds and screeds of stuff there had to be teams working behind them just like there are today with the biggest authors out there it's the same system you know you're doing a wonderful job thank you so much for taking my call and uh, you know I, I, I've been uh, trying to get RVN to uh, play but it's not Yes. So hopefully, uh, you're recording some of that. Yes, it'll take out ages to get it up tonight. They'll have to do, take it off, but I'll have it onto the computer. <laughs> people, better, people better donate some of their money for your uh, high speed access. Uh, that'd, be, that'd be fantastic, yeah. yeah. Thanks for calling, yeah. And uh, I don't know if we're still off the air now, it's about 8.59. But, um, yeah, it's, we're living in incredible times where everything really is a front. In fact, as I say, the biggest um, writers out there are still being paid for uh, by the big foundations, the big futurist societies, and told what to write about and what things to put in the story for predictive programming purposes. Familiarize us with events to come, so as it seems quite familiar, we think it's all quite normal. Well, that's it for tonight. So from Hamish to myself, to Ontario, Canada, it's good night, and may your God or your gods go with you.